0: all right what's the story lads hope everyone's keeping well and uh thanks to martin here who's on the call with me and um hopefully everyone that's watching or listening on the recording you can kind of hear me okay and you, you get a bit of insight out, out of this so earlier in the week and um, i put up a video and basically just a bit of a, a share or a bit of a vulnerable post and telling you guys i suppose where my state was physical mental emotional, whatever it is and because i wanted to i suppose bring the idea that this community is more than what we're probably using it right now okay And i want to make this community a bit more about the program so the idea here as i've, I've talked about in, in yesterday's open office is that basically i want anyone that's here to know that like you have 28 29 people that have your back when it comes to this kind of stuff okay because We don't always have those people. And and I know there's a lot of people in here that maybe you might have told someone you're doing a program and someone maybe has made fun of you for it. They might have made fun of you for tracking calories. They may have just not been very nice about it. That could have been a friend, family, parent, whatever it was. It could have been something like that. But I want this community to feel like a place where you know that you have people behind you, that you're doing the right thing, that you're making progress in your life. And this is something that's where you are. So As I said, the share the other day was just to tell you a little bit about myself and maybe just build that relationship of trust between all of us that you know a little bit more about me. So it's easier to trust me with information to actually tell me the truth, to be honest with me so I can help you that bit more and and obviously drive you on. So the next couple of minutes, I'm going to just very briefly describe someone asked me actually in in a message after that, just if I could describe maybe a little bit about, but I suppose more about myself because I know a lot about you guys. I know a, a whole lot about you guys because I got you to fill out forums with probably more than 150 questions on them to start off with, which is probably a bit of a joke, but look, we're here and I needed to know. So I suppose just to start off, okay, a little bit about me and um, so that you have a better idea who I am, what I do, how I got here. and. and I- why I do what I do. And um, so as well, for anyone that doesn't know, I'm from Nakadari, okay? So that's a small village out near Newcastle West, a couple of outside Newcastle West. I'm 26 this month, so I'm about 27th to this month, if anyone wants to send me a happy birthday text. Um, I'm six foot five, but a, a bit of a, a nice cue about me Most Some people ask me, like, yo, they see pictures of me on Instagram, like, are you really tall, or are the people you hang around with really, really small? I am six foot five, I am very, very tall. And that is just, that is that seems to be my defining factor at the moment. I always played sport. OK, so I, I was always sporty. So it wasn't something the gym wasn't something that came very unnatural to me, and um, which I was talk about in a second. But I always played sports. So I played hurling and football and soccer and rugby and, and you name it. I played it until um, the age of about 16 and where I got Osgood-Schlatter's disease. OK, and basically to, to shorten this up, it meant I couldn't play sport anymore for about two years. OK, I had a, basically a joint issue with my bones and where my bones were too fast for my muscles. And the doctor told me, look, I I could either stop playing impact sport now or I would never play sport again. So I went competitive cycling and so I can go cycling or swimming. I went cycling and uh, that kind of took over my life for about four years. Broke a couple of collarbones, lost a lot of skin from crashes, raced, won a few things and had a great time um until it came to roughly college time so throughout my like like school I always wanted to be a physiotherapist that was kind of what I wanted to do um and I I don't know how I knew I just knew um I knew just what I wanted to do I'd been probably to too too many physios and and I probably liked what I saw they were doing and I probably gave me a bit of insight and did a bit of like uh shadowing with them in transition here always knew I wanted to do it but I was just I was just Briefly, like, and to be frank, too lazy to do anything about it. Like, in my leaving cert, I, I, I honestly, God, was just way too lazy to do anything about it. I knew I wanted to do, it, but I just didn't do it. I think I got like four thirty in my leaving cert, which is by by any means not bad leaving cert, and um, but was probably capable of much much more, um if if I'm being honest, but I have no regrets about that because that led led me to where I was or where I where I am right now, and I'm kind of happy about that, and I'm happy that I'm probably in physio now as opposed to maybe back then because I probably wouldn't have appreciated so. My leaving cert results. uh, Funny enough, I I broke my collarbone in a cycling race, and so the last was the last day of August, um, in twenty fifteen. So when I got my leaving cert results, and I. Basically, I didn't get any of my first choices um, for college, and I got IT truly for health and leisure with massage. That was the name of the undergrad degree. And I was no way, not going to truly hated the idea, not a fucking hope. Um, and I was I was also going with a broken collarbone that would take six or seven weeks to heal. Um, but I, I suppose my mother convinced me to go and give it a go. Um, so she brought me back to Trillie, um, and, and we moved in, um, was, as disabled as I was at the time with the arm hanging out of the sling and uh sure i was only there two days i'm sure i never look back I was, I was there two days and the college lifestyle got me the the making new friends living on my own and doing just having the crack and to be fair health and leisure for what it's worth is probably one of the most underrated courses in the country as far as i'm concerned not because i did it uh, but because it's probably very underrated because it's down there and surely and um it just it just probably doesn't get the recognition it deserves and i didn't understand that until after i did the course so i did the course and i had this kind of stigma There was some kind of stigma around the course that It wasn't a good course and some of the stuff was very, very fluffy. Um, But to be honest, since actually going to UL and and studying physio, I realized probably how well-rounded the course was. Now, it did leave me as, I suppose, a jack-of-all-trades as opposed to a master of any, so a master of none. Um, But I suppose that's why I'm here. That's why you're probably coaching with me because I probably have that little bit of a jack of all trades. So just to give you a bit of a sample of maybe what I studied. So we did like health studies, okay, which is so broad, so general. Okay, we would have done like basically like Performance psychology. We did a bit of performance nutrition, which we we should have probably done because there, there was no way we should have got like like done something like that because we couldn't have been like actually like as was well qualified into nutrition because it was just exercise. The course was we did like physiological methods, We did all the in depth science stuff and, and and pretty much everything you could think of to do with your health. Um, which probably is why at the moment I'm doing the job that I'm doing. Post health and leisure, I came out of college and I had about a year working as a PT in the arena gym there in the Castle West. Um, And I liked it. I liked it, but it wasn't probably what I wanted to do, if I'm quite honest, because as a PT, if, if you were working with me as just a PT, so you'd have an hour session with me, okay? The hour session, you'd, you'd come you do your hour. It might be one hour per week. That might be all I'd be able to do. Um, it was, I think it was 30 euro a session. But in that hour, all we did was we, we, we just did exercise, okay? So you, you'd come in and we wouldn't have time to do anything else because you'd come in to train and I'd counter reps and I'd fix your technique or whatever. But it got to the point where some people that maybe did PT, um, like, you know, after six or seven weeks, like just so you, like you guys know now, after six or seven weeks, you guys know how to do what you're supposed to be doing. You you don't need me to like stand over you and be like, oh, one, two, three. And so it, it wasn't sitting well with me. And, and, and to, to be frank, I wasn't very successful at the whole thing because I, I didn't believe it. Okay, I saw this kind of big gaping hole in what PT was for me in my head. Um, and I never went all in. That. I never really committed to it. So I didn't really do too successful at that. And then COVID happened. And um, so I wasn't out of college long when COVID happened. And that forced me to become an online coach. Um, and reluctantly, reluctantly, like really reluctantly, forced me to be an online coach because I, I i had this stigma in my head or this limiting belief that like oh i'm coach like what a fucking cowboy do you know like what an absolute cowboy sure he couldn't help anybody you know and that was the type of i suppose idea i had in my head but look it forced me to go do it and i suppose just very previous to this i had met lean podge and john sort of guys from the lab gym in Eté, and um, I, I met them in the arena gym um, and we were we were close friends we were very close friends but we weren't like best friends and I suppose what happened was over the course of COVID, the boys started to build the lab gym. So they just had a few bits of equipment and a fucking bit of a, a, a shed. And they asked me just to come out and train. It was just to, to probably pass a bit of time just, just to come out and hang out because it was the only thing we could do. Now we were doing that obviously very illegally, but it was all we could do. And um, we, 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 we just trained. And I suppose the four of us at that stage kind of started, I suppose, really building the lab into something like behind the scenes. or so like putting machines together painting walls hoovering floors like putting gravel down in the air we were doing all this stuff all behind the scenes and no one even really probably knew what the lab was um and and that's kind of where the, my relationship with the lab kind of came to and a lot of people have a question about this like like what is my relationship with the lab how, how am i actually connected to it so i suppose from the start i probably helped the boys get get off the ground and at, a, at probably a point the boys probably like they kind of said to me look this can be a four-way thing if you want it to be but my always my dream was to travel. Okay, I, I I do want to travel. I do want to go to Australia. I probably want to go to Canada at some stage. Um, and I didn't want to, I suppose, commit to something that I knew I wouldn't be around for. Um, and I told the boys, look, you, you started this. I'd rather you continue with this as opposed to whatever. And also on the other side of it, bodybuilding is their thing. You know, like building a bodybuilding gym. That was their thing. You know, like yes, I did a photo shoot. Yes, I I I do love bodybuilding at times. But like I don't coach all of you to do holy bodybuilding stuff. It that's that's not really my niche. So from there I suppose it became just like uh, I'm still like the, the three boys are some of my best friends and um, like, like ever in my life and I suppose I, I, I spend a lot of time talking to them a lot of time with them and it was just the type of thing that I suppose my banner is on the wall and I probably consult them on a lot of things you know if they have problems they might come and consult me um, but I don't work for them um, I worked very very briefly like my business out of the lab when I was still 18 but then I moved all online so that, that's kind of my relationship there with the boys just I, li- I lived the Podge and John for a while or Paddington for a while because we we're sick of living at home with our parents so I moved out and during COVID and um, that's kind of my relationship with the boys so I'm just very very good friends with them I consulted them though I would consider myself part of the lab family but I wouldn't say I work in the lab and um, so a bit of a complex relationship and I suppose from there I've been on the coach for about maybe two three years and I've moved from probably you know like being very much just doing what the boys did in terms of like very strict meal plans very strict cardio very strict whatever to maybe more looking at down the lines of like you know energy like performance confidence body composition etc to, to where we are now and i suppose the last bit of detail to where how i got to where i am now is literally i spent four years trying to get into physiotherapy after my undergraduate. so I, I spent whatever four years in college and the last four years, every year I've sat what's called a GAMSAT. So for anyone that doesn't know what the GAMSAT is, the GAMSAT is basically the medical school entrance exam, which is a big oversight for physio because you definitely don't need to do it to, to go into physio. It's, it's definitely just a, a bit of a, a, a cheap way out for UL, but basically it's, it's one of the hardest exams I've ever taken. I'm pretty sure it's one of the hardest exams there is in, like to take in the world. Um, And I did that four times, it me about 400 euro each time I did it. And um, So year after year, I did it with the hope of getting in. I sat multiple interviews, um, I did loads shadowing did loads of work and four years in so this year i was i was on the brink of like saying you know what fuck this now like i'm just going to keep doing what i'm doing i'm pretty successful or it's it's going to pretty successful what i'm doing at the moment anyway and i'm really starting to enjoy what i do um and then mid-july ul rang me as as like nonchalant as as i could i could explain it as i could explain it in words They literally just rang me like hello Stephen," we're like oh this is et cetera et cetera from ul um, we're, we just have a space um, here and we're, we're wondering, are you still interested? Um, and so nonchalant, so not formal. So I thought someone was taking a mic out of me. I thought someone was, you know, like really taking the piss out of me. And uh, Shrinelli jumped down the phone at them. And um, I took that. And since then, it's just, it's just been a, an absolute whirlwind. But uh yeah, that is that is my story. I think I did pretty well. I think I got that in about maybe like eight to ten minutes and be flat. Um, but I hope I suppose I hope and that like answers a few of your questions. I hope it gives you guys a bit of a better insight. Obviously, you'll be listening back on the podcast. Don't be afraid to drop me a message about it. Um, and um, but yeah, for now that's me. Um, I'm gonna have a little chat here with Martin Arthurs. I'm gonna stop the recording there. So if anyone has any questions about anything, uh, let me know. And uh, other, than that, other than that, I hope everyone has a great weekend, guys. All right, thanks, Ben.